Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is your host for the David Harris Jr. Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world. This is, hopefully, one of your favorite deplorable brothers checking in with you on this Monday. TGIM, I love to say, T-G-I-M. Thank God it is Monday. And I've got some amazing news for you, and I'm going to try to wrap it up before our president speaks. I know I just got done watching Mike Pence. He said the president is in the building. I know what that means. When I was in the building in Dallas... We were downstairs. I got to get my picture taken again and meet, yes, again, the president of the United States. Folks, when I see so many people lined up outside these arenas to go hear our president, it makes me feel so amazing that God has blessed me with the honor and the ability to have met the president. It's like seven times now, and I get to meet him again. (laughs) I was just invited. I got my invitation today for the Black History Month celebration at the White House that will be taking place on the 21st. So I will be in the White House again to see, meet, and shake the hand of our amazing president. Hope and pray with me. Pray for me that I get a chance to get hopefully a good selfie video. I want to get a good selfie video. I had the opportunity to do that when uh, I was in Atlanta for the launch of Black Voices for Trump. And I had something on my mind that I wanted to share and he was right there and I started to get it and then I started to talk to him. So I wasn't able to get it. So uh, I will, uh, I'm going to keep you guys tuned in. Nothing is happening at the, uh, in New Hampshire right now. So I'm going to cover the news. Thank you guys so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. Hey, Elaine and Shirley and Donna and Kath, Kathy and Dale and Neil. Thank you guys all so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your time with me. And if you're on YouTube or Twitter, again, thank you so much for retweeting, for sharing my news. No nonsense, unadulterated, and no liberal BS is going to come through these airways to you. Just the truth. And I've got some truth to break down for you all today, folks. AG Bar is not playing around. We know Rudy Giuliani has gone to Ukraine. He's got information on Ukraine and the cover-up that the, that the Democrats would love to stay covered up but he's bringing the truth and he's brought it to AG Barr. AG Barr confirms that the DOJ is assessing credibility of Giuliani's Ukraine info, folks. This is going to get good. He says he's accepting all the information on Ukraine and the Bidens that Rudy Giuliani is providing him uh, with. And he is people working on confirming or debunking each item. We understand. We know Rudy Giuliani wouldn't give us any any bunk junk. So it's it's. It's not going to be like Mueller and the Democrats. Bill Barr is going for accuracy and not just for accusation like the fake still dossier and the phony black ledger. Barr said the Justice Department has the obligation to have an open door to anybody who wishes to provide us information that they think is relevant. Oh, I believe Barr is going to love and I think we are all going to love what Rudy Giuliani is bringing forth. Folks, can you feel it in the air? I think I can hear, I think I can feel justice. I think I hear and feel justice coming. I do. It reminds me of that scene out of Tombstone when, uh, Wyatt Earp is, who's played by, uh, I was at Kurt Russell. It says, uh, uh, hell's coming with me. Oh, I mean, there's a fury coming, I believe, folks, for these, uh, these corrupt Democrats, especially the Bidens. All of us Americans, we absolutely want to know what was going on and how much of our, how, where our tax dollars went. We all do. Constitutional expert, House 
Democrats are actually the ones guilty of abuse of power. Yes, the Democrats are. Constitutional law expert Randy Barnett made an appearance with Mark Levin on his show and explained that the real abuse of power was perpetrated by the Democrats in the House. Barnett says that the House Democrats are guilty of the very crime they falsely accused President Trump of, abuse of power. Barnett says the legislature can abuse power. That is one of the reasons we have judicial review to ensure that the legislature has not exceeded its proper powers. You know they did that, folks, as it did, for example, when it passed the Affordable Care Act pursuant to its Commerce Clause power. Folks, I think we have just really began to see the unraveling of so much of the debacle that the Democrats have put us through. I uh, had the honor to be on the radio today with uh, Alan Nathan, uh, a gentleman that's been on the air since 1998. And he played a clip from Van Jones and Van Jones is talking about it. I showed it on one of my shows. He's saying, what are we going to do? You know, the, the president's state of the union address, he shot a, a missile over the bow uh, as a warning shot. I said, oh no. I said, Van Jones to me, Sounds like somebody that's on a ship that is sinking and he knows it's sinking. Yes, I think the Democrats know that their ship is sinking. Checking in on the debate, uh, checking in on New Hampshire, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get fast here. We've got Nancy broke the law, folks. Yes, a lot of people have asked about Nancy, whether she broke the law. Nancy, indeed, this gentleman says did break the law by shredding her copy of the State of the Union address. The night of the State of the Union address, mm-hmm. everyone saw the antics of her ripping up the State of the Union speech. Mm-hmm. She violated the rules of decorum of the House. She violated a long tradition mm-hmm. of civility that the Speaker has during the State of the Union and all other times. Mm-hmm. But she also broke a federal law. These were handed out as a courtesy by the president. She's not at the National Archive. She doesn't even equate as an officer You're under wrong. the statute. Wrong, and this is not You're an official document. I sat down with the House clerk, sat down with the parliamentarian, yes, mm-hmm. and it is the quintessential official public document. When the president delivers a State of the Union, this is over two centuries of, of tradition. Mm-hmm. Of course, the State of the Union is called for in the Constitution. The mechanics are very important. The president delivers two original signed copies, one mm-hmm. to the Speaker of the House to be held in the possession of the House, the body, one to the president of the Senate, which is the vice president president. Those are the copies that are archived for time and memoriam. What happens from that point is the speaker then gives it to the to the House clerk. They put it in a safe in, in the House of Representatives for two years until the end of that Congress. At that point, then it is submitted to the National Archives and it goes in the big safe where all the original State of the Unions delivered mm-hmm. by every president are kept. That is the process. Now, why is that important? Because under the statute, it's a violation of the law to willfully mutilate or destroy any public record delivered to a public officer of the United States. It's it's punishable she's by not up to a three public officer under the statute. And, and there is from, another copy that was put the central public officer of the, of the house. Not under this definition. And you know what? But look, look Chris, I think it's even your more- legal argument's wrong. Your legal argument is wrong, Fredo. <laughs> what is he trying to even argue on a legal basis for anyway? He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a journalist. He's not even a good one. He reports only what he wants to, what fits his narrative. And it doesn't fit his narrative to share that Nancy broke any laws or even came close to doing anything wrong. Oh, no, the Democrats can't do anything wrong, can they, Fredo? No, apparently not if it's up to you. Well, I'm glad it's not up to you. And a lot of people are actually uh, listening to people that that do know what the heck they're talking about. And I'd love to see Nancy actually be held accountable. I doubt anything's going to happen. But 
just to know that she did, in fact, break the law and that she shredded the names of all those amazing people that were spoken about in that State of the Union address is disgusting. It is despicable. Just like this is despicable, folks. Pete Buttigieg literally wants to uh, decriminalize all drugs, all drugs, heroin, meth, crack, whatever. He wants to decriminalize it. Oh, we don't want to send you to jail. You've got a substance abuse problem. We need to put you in the rehab. Well, how long before that rehab looks like San Francisco, where people go in and get free needles for everything they need, or they get on their uh, Oxycontin, which is basically prescribed heroin in order to help their addiction? How how is that going to solve anything if you tell all these people that are doing drugs and selling drugs that it's not illegal? Well, folks, that's exactly what Buttigieg says. He says, if elected, he will decriminalize all drug possession, including heroin. Let's hear right from uh, the horse's mouth. Mayor, you you not only want to decriminalize marijuana, you want to decriminalize all drug possession. You say that the better answer is incarceration. Uh, I mean, it's rather treatment, not incarceration. That's right. But isn't the fact that it's illegal to have, to possess meth and heroin, doesn't that at least in some way, the fact that it's illegal, act as a some deterrent to actually trying it in the first place? Well, I think the main thing we need to focus on is where you have distribution and, and uh, uh, the, the kind of harm that's done there, where, yeah, of course, it's important that it remain illegal, but, but you, uh, well, for, you're, you're, for you would decriminalize it, so it wouldn't be illegal. Possession should not right. be dealt with through incarceration. And, and But you're, you would say that possession of heroin is not illegal. Is not going to be dealt with through incarceration. But your 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 website says decriminalize. It would yes. not be illegal. Yes, or it could be a misdemeanor. The, the point is not the legal niceties. The point is that we have learned through 40 years of a failed war on drugs that criminalizing addiction doesn't work. Not only that, the incarceration does more harm than the offense that it's intended to deal with. Uh, Pete? <laughs> brother, you do not know your hiney from uh, any other crack in the wall, brother, if you think that decriminalizing all drugs is in any way, shape, or form going to be good for America. Have you seen what's going on in Denver? Oh, yeah, they legalized marijuana, and I've got friends in Denver that say that there are so many areas that you that smell. There's just there's vagrants walking around. There's trash more all over the place, and that's just weed. That's just marijuana. You take into account, you make it legal for people smoking crack, shooting up heroin to just make. Are are you serious? Good Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that Pete is not going to become president of the United States. I've got a video, though. I've got a video for Pete. This is this is brilliant to me. Uh, this this gentleman opened it up. He basically called Pete booted edge. And uh, but the, the the follow up for Pete, Pete, this this right here is for you. This right here almost almost makes me want to vote for you. The next president of the United States of America, Mayor Pete Booted Edge. Ha, 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 ha,
That's the only reason they may be chanting Pete is because he dances uh, like Mr. Bean. He's got some Mr. Bean action going on there, folks. I would never in a million lifetimes vote for Mayor, for Pete. But uh, just just wanted to throw a little funny out there. I thought it was humorous. A little something to just uh, uh, enjoy the middle of our day. And now one more on Pete, folks. I'm pretty sure that Iowa was rigged. We know the connections between uh, Pete Buttigieg and the app company. Well, now Nevada has also decided to just play it Pete's way. Yes, Nevada has chosen uh, one of Buttigieg's staffers to oversee the Nevada primary. It doesn't get much more ridiculous than this. Bernie supporters should have should give up now because no matter how much support he has, no one has more experience in rigging elections than the DNC, and they are not even trying to hide their prejudice anymore. They have chosen a former Buttigieg staffer to oversee the Nevada primary to make sure that no one but the DNC is trying to rig the election. Folks, you just can't make this stuff up. The Democrats are falling and failing at every turn. Uh, if you're a Democrat out there and you're seeing this and you're hearing this, you've got to know your vote really doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't matter anyway, because there's going to be probably 75, 80 million Americans that vote for President Trump. I, I think it's going to be a pretty massive landslide. But if that's not enough, just the fact that uh, the DNC is allowing this kind of crap to happen, if you're not a Buttigieg supporter, it should let you know that they don't really care about you. They want to push to the top whoever they think uh, is going to be the best to try to beat this president. But it's still not going to happen. Now, uh, we've got this video, video of the day. This uh, gentleman, this uh, Republican stood up to Antifa. I would love to be in a situation like this guy was. This guy stood tall. Hopefully you shared this article right here. John Dennis, chairman of the San Francisco Republican Party and a congressional candidate running for the seat being held by Nancy Pelosi, faced off with an Antifa wannabe thug. The would-be thug threatened the candidate, but to no avail, the candidate refused to be buffaloed by Antifa, I've got the video right here. You got to we can watch this together. Right, cameras on around. I'm gonna f you up. No, you're fine. No, I no, you've got the wrong guy. No, no, you got the very wrong guy. Why are you so angry? I don't understand. I'm just here chatting with you. Why are you angry, man? I, I, I try to do the you same thing. With me, but I disagree with you. No, I actually want you there. But why? Because you're why? Because you're racist. How do you know? You don't know one thing about me. I grew up in a public housing project. I can tell by looking at it. I grew up in a public housing project. Wherever you grew up, you should go back there. I don't need that. I've got that experience under my belt. I'm doing other things now. And including helping people get better. I've lived here for 30 years. I'm not so sure how long you've lived here. Well, I'm here 30 years. No, I'm the guy. I'm here. Not going anywhere. I got my family. So you go. You can't, you can't, you can't force people out. Bro, I'm gonna catch you when all the cameras are around and I'm gonna f you up. No, you can't. No, I am. No, you got the wrong guy. No, no. You got the very wrong guy. I'm gonna catch you when all the cameras are around and I'm gonna. I'm gonna catch you when the cameras aren't around and I'm gonna F you up. Oh my goodness. You know, he wouldn't say something like that to somebody either his size or I don't know. He may say something like that regardless, but I'd love. To hear some mess like that come out of some silly stinker's face. Oh, I'd love it. I wouldn't do nothing, though. I'd wait. But if he touched me, I would retaliate. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but that's what they do. They want to bully. They want to shout. Uh, basically, if you're white and you're Republican or you support this president, you're racist. Doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Doesn't care where you came from. Doesn't matter what you've done. They don't have to know anything about you. That is the new face of the left, friends. That is the new 
face of the left. Well, we've got, I think, uh, one of the best things that's taking place is uh, this New Hampshire uh, rally where the president is going to be speaking tonight. This is coming from one of the voters that was standing in the long line outside of that place getting ready to hear from our president. We talked to some of the folks who actually have been here since yesterday morning. And to just give you an idea, we've had snow, we've had rain. You can tell from the conditions out here, they're a little bit nasty. But these are the kind of Trump supporters who want to show up for the president. Take a listen to what a couple of them told me why they're standing in line for so many hours here. I'm going to follow my man. He's saving, he's saving our country. He's doing a good job. And that's why they don't like it on the left. Who wouldn't want to see the president? He's done a wonderful job. In uh, 2016, he lost the state by 2,700 votes. That's not going to happen this time. But they're saying, hey, while the Democrats are trying to figure out who their nominee may be and while they're trying to battle it out in the primary, we're looking ahead to months with a lot of money, a lot of fundraising under our belts, and we have much bigger ambitions and aspirations. You look at where we're at. This arena holds about 11,000 people. So just to give you a sense, that's a lot larger than what some of the top tier Democrats have been able to attract so far this campaign season, Hallie. Oh, yeah. Not, he's not going to lose New Hampshire by that, that small amount of votes this time. The rally is absolutely epic. And uh, I think New Hampshire appreciate what's, appreciates what this president has done and is doing and agrees. We all need four more years of this president. All right. I'm going to get over here to Vindman. Vindman facing a court martial. I think he should be facing a court martial. And that is also coming from Gomert. I shared this article earlier. Rep. Louis Gomert has reacted to the liberals' declaration of Vindman Day by saying rather than being honored, he should be court-martialed. Gomert says he shows more allegiance to the Ukraine than he does the United States. Take Vindman's comments that President Trump was subverting U.S. policy on Ukraine. Vindman does not decide U.S. foreign policy. Only the president does. When asked about the dismissal from the NCS, uh, NSC, excuse me, of the, of the twin Lieutenant Colonel's brother, Alexander and uh, Vindman, Gomert said that Alexander Vindman should be court-martialed for putting the Ukraine above his duties to the United States. I believe that he should be court-martialed. At least he was escorted out of the building. Thank you for getting rid of him in the White House and Sondland uh, and, uh, and a whole bunch of other people that are swamp dwellers that the Obama uh, administration had put into positions of authority. Absolutely about time that we've been seeing that we see the drop, the swamp get drained. And finally, folks, I've got this. This is probably the best clip from last night. While Brad Pitt tried to use his 45 seconds to pretty much bash the president, we added a little bit to it here to make it uh, seem more flavorful for uh, and palatable for the Americans out there that actually don't have their heads stuck in their multi-million dollar behinds. They told me I only have 45 seconds up here, which is 45 seconds more than the Senate gave John Bolton this week. I'm thinking maybe Quentin does a movie about it. In the end, the adults do the right thing. Oh, yeah, you can cry all day and all night, you smug elites that don't have any idea what it means to be an average American. We know what's going on. We know the truth. And uh, the truth is setting all of us free. Folks, I've got one more video to show you out of China, just to show you what China is apparently doing to try to stop 
this uh, coronavirus that has now taken, uh, I believe it's 910 people uh, are are dead, most of them in China, but it is spreading. But it's kind of crazy when you see what China is doing to try to stop the spread of this. And it's not playing. Basically, I'll, I'll try to show you tomorrow. It is pretty. It is pretty. It's pretty surreal to see what China is doing uh, in the wake of this. All we can say is pray, hope, wash your hands a lot. Uh, I did hear from somebody on uh, Fox that they said if you are infected, then wear a mask. If not, you don't have to. So hopefully that means I'm good for all the travels I've got coming up (laughs) to not walk around in a mask. Hey, I'm going to cut it out. Our president is speaking. God bless you. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. I'll see you back here tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock Texas time, 7 o'clock Eastern. God bless you. Good night.